Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zer Jr., and with me again tonight is Ryan Greening. How's it going, Ryan? Howdy, folks. Doing well, Joe. How about yourself? Doing pretty well. Started a new diet, getting ready for a fight that might not happen now. Oh, that sounds awful. They just can't find an opponent for me. I'd say Everybody's they're Everybody's fr- too scared, huh? I'd say I'd say that, but I'd be lying to myself. So we'll see. Um I saw that you have been wanting to practice like uh a little bit lately. Did you make your way to the track this week at all? Yeah, yesterday I went to Dollar Hobbies. Um it was the last day of what looked like a pretty cool layout and so I brought my twelfth scale there and I had my car there all day. I I wasn't necessarily there all day, but yeah. I did. I think I did six packs. So that's that's pretty good for me. I usually lose interest before I get to that amount. Six but, packs is really a full race day. Right. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I ran both of my chassis, so I had one that was almost ready to run when I got there. So I finished that up started running it that's the one i consider my race car okay and then i built up my spare car because i don't plan on running that spec 12th class anymore i'm just gonna bring the extra car with me in case i have a catastrophic failure yeah not a bad plan um i don't know how much racing i'll actually get to do with that thing because since the day i bought it and probably many days before that they have not actually had a stock 12th scale class at dollar hobbies so unless unless a few people decide that they want to run that class this winter yep um i'll I'll just have to remain a practice hero a few of us were keeping it alive but honestly i shifted my focus to um off-road and so did senior because senior wants to race with me and when dollar races on saturdays i can make it I'm just not willing to do Sunday. That's just my personal preference. I just don't do Sunday racing. Sure. Unless it's a weekend race. I'll go there a little bit this winter. And if I can, you know, get some other people interested, maybe a few of the spec 12 guys, if, if we can decide to maybe run that, that slow motor, but still, uh, race the lighter chassis and race with a better body. Yep. I'd be a little more amped to do that. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. It might happen. It might not, but I, it's so close to me that I think what I'll do is I'll hit Chris's up at the five ten. I'll hit his trophy races. Right. Just because they are a, a decent distance from me. And then I'll race uh 12th scale if I can, if not, I'll show up and hang out and, yeah. run during the intermissions and stuff like that so hey. and this is actually all dependent on whether or not i get to race because i got a new job oh you did yep awesome doing what we were talking about before yeah i'm gonna I, it's an apprenticeship for crane operating it's better than lugging cases of pepsi gosh almost anything would be i mean when you're doing that you i mean it's not only heavy and hot and hard work you just know you're making america more unhealthy (laughs) (laughs) that too that to their credit they they do own and distribute a lot of healthy lines of product but uh i that's where i'll stop with saying nice things about pepsi 
Yeah. So I, I, I had no intention of leaving early. Actually, I, I started my day yeah. on Monday knowing that I had this job coming up, and some, <laughs> a little thing pissed me off, and that was the end. Sweet. I, I packed up my shit and I went back to the plant and I handed in my equipment and said, "That's it. I quit." Yep. It's been a long time since I've been able to. I think I've walked out of a job like that twice. And it was fu- I enjoyed it, but... <laughs> Sometimes they make it so easy for you to do it. Right. It's almost hard not to. If you're able to do that and not put in your two weeks, you never really like the place. Yep. So, anyways, so I was talking to... I, I, I want to talk about Roar keeping the R1, but I talked to Pete Phillips a little bit this weekend. Um, do you know who Pete Phillips is? I don't. He's a like Texas racer. He digs all the podcasts. Um, you know, it is. He, he's a podcast l- listener, and he's big in the old school RC group, all that stuff. Um, he was talking. He was at a race, and he's like the spec. Wow, the shower is getting loud. I apologize, guys. It's like uh, she quit caring. Anyways, uh, the spec motor they were running, the fast guys of that class would have put their cars in the bottom of the A of regular stock. I'm like, oh, is that Blinky 17.5? He goes, no, that was Blinky 21.5, the this, this spec 21.5. It's like, really? Hmm. Um, so, it's, I don't know. Roar decided to keep the R1. When everybody else takes a drastic measure, and I mean everybody else takes a drastic measure, and Roar keeps it. I thought Roar would ban it, but then allow their R1V21.2 immediately after like they do with other motors. Right. No, they decided to keep it on the list came up with a bunch of words to try to confuse people that I don't know I think they're either incompetent or are ones in their pocket I mean I in my opinion I'm not saying there's cash exchange in this but I have a theory yeah, they're definitely going against the grain, aren't they? They are. It's like everybody is banning and condemning R1, and they're like, oh, we don't see a problem here. Eh, there's a big problem. So like on um, the last podcast, I went on a little bit of a rant. Hey, as racers, we need to do something. It's up to us. Local clubs need to get together. We need to get together on a motor that we all run, all that stuff. Did you see uh, MFR's video of their new imaging machine? No, what does that mean? I don't get what it... Uh, it was explained to me what it does. But it's basically a x-ray machine for... I, I think the machine came from one of the Menard factory race car teams. 
it's a half million dollar x-ray machine and they're using it for RC car motors right now I don't know what it does but it's got to do something to where they put it in you know they're Okay, I'm reading now. Bottom to top x-ray view of motor stator. Notice how the windings are extremely tight at the end of the legs and loose, looser in the middle. This is an average motor. I'm sure we can find better for worlds in January. So they're x-raying motors for wire tightness with a half million dollar machine. Yeah, I see that now. Hmm. Yeah, it's cool. But I mean, does that really make you want to play that game? Well, even if it's just Flash, I mean, you've been a you've been a supporter of the MFR crew in the past, I so I still you like you like what they do with their product, and I do. Even if it is just smoke and mirrors, which yeah. you know, I have no idea what they're doing with that. But um, just by your words alone, I've I've been impressed. They're um, by what they do. And they got John Weeda on their Facebook page. I mean, how can you go wrong? Right. They're sending me a motor. I'm not saying what they're doing is wrong at all. But I'm saying... Mm, it's What I mean is, for the average guy, Can-Am or a fixed-timing motor would be... We'd be better off. That's what I'm saying. But anyways, yeah, no, they're... um. They're sending me a motor because I don't have a legal motor to race at Shamrock next week, so they're sending me a motor. Hopefully it gets here in time. Oh, is is all you have an, an MFR uh, monster? Yes. Still? Yes. Sure. Actually, no, I popped my MFR monster. I'm using a second-rate monster from Senior. Sure. So, um, what else do we got? Um... Should we get into the MNRC weekend? Yeah, absolutely. And then we can uh, talk about a little bit of results after that. Um, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, my dog's going nuts. One of the kids' friends must be trying to come over. It's a little too late for them bastards. <laughs> they like to come over at all hours of the day and they don't go home. <laughs> you have to have a less fun house to hang out at. You really got to work on that environment. Dude, I keep telling my wife. So we got a white trash above ground swimming pool mm -hmm. and a big trampoline right next to each other. It's like if you take one of them things down, kids won't show up as often. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyways, um, so I, I feel kind of bad. I go to Rick's Hobby Farm on Friday. I set my pits up, and I look out there. It's 11.30 a.m., and people are practicing. But they're the Rick's Hobby Farm crowd, Dave LaRue and them guys. They're out there practicing. Practice doesn't start until 1 on a MNRC weekend, but it's like, yeah, whatever. But I'm looking out there. It's like, yeah, it's a little dusty. I'll go blow the track off before practice officially starts. I start at 12.15. I'm not done until 1.15. There is so much dust that every 20 feet of what I blew off, I could make a sandcastle out of it. 
<laughs> and I flipped out because I'm covered head to toe in dust too. Like I am furious, and I just start talking shit. I I couldn't help myself. No, you? No, this is. I can't believe it. I've been holding back, you know, a little bit, and but I I just got so mad. So they after that every hour or two they blow out the track and start watering the edges. And it's turning out to be a good track. And it's like, sweet, you know, they're getting the hang of it. Because, I mean, I think that they're not quite... Because they hadn't blown the track off in a couple of race days in general. They're, it's just pure loam. For some, that's okay. For the MNRC, we, we do expect a blown-off calcium track. Um... But anyways, so I want to say Mother Nature really made that track pop. It rained yeah. about an inch on Saturday to the point to where it stopped at 1 p.m. And I'm like, oh, they'll be, you know, this track sucks in moisture. They'll be able to drive on it tonight. They ain't drive on it until Sunday morning. It was... Muddy and mucky at first, but we did a little practice, got done with round one, and after round one, it started grooving. And by the mains, the track, the groove was black. But last year, the track was, uh, the groove was a little bit slick. This year, the groove had massive, not mass, it had good grip. It had really good grip. And I go to those guys you could have this all the time if you want. It takes a little bit more work, but if you just blow the track off and water the edges and keep doing that, the groove will come up. You got to start out with a moist track, you know, water the piss out of it, let it loam up, blow it off, water the edges, and keep going with it. But it they the Rick's crew, Keith and... Uh, Keith and why can't I think of his name? Dave and Dave LaRue. Yeah, Dave LaRue. And there's a third guy in there. And Kyle Holmberg helped out a bunch. Those guys wouldn't have worked their ass off after, you know, we wouldn't have had such an awesome track. So kudos to those guys, and I do feel bad. Yeah, the track looked mint, and anybody that wants to see it, Rex Welch put a really nice video of the Truggy A-Main on his YouTube page. So that's RW Mods on YouTube. You can check out the Rick's Hobby Farm Truggy A-Main event. Right, right. Yeah, it was... And Kyle Prasky really... We really got to see what he was made of because he hasn't been... He hasn't been pressured like that yet to be like, we need to get done type situation and he got it done i was really ha i personally was really happy with the way everything went well, well that's good except for the you know as happy as he can be when it one of the days gets entirely rained out sure mother nature hates racing <laughs> so 
I don't know. I think mother. I think Mother Nature just continually tries to show us that one day races are a really great thing. I sent you PM. I'm like, dude, you can make the whole thing, and you're like, nah. <laughs> Millville Millville Pro Motocross Nationals is a long day. For, I did that on Saturday, and I had nothing left in the tank for Sunday. For sure, for sure, I get it. Um, but. I mean, I if I'm planning on three days, I want to run all three. Yep. Understood. But, yeah. My motor dropped its uh, second nut during the main and was running lean on the top end, but that didn't affect my performance really. I just drove like inconsistent garbage. I haven't been able to be consistent lately. I, I really need to figure that out. I've been getting enough wheel time. What do you mean? You never practice. I've been getting in two to four times as much wheel time as I did last year. Just while you're at the track on race weekend. Right, right. Yeah. But I'm racing more. Yep. It's one of those things. It's My stuff is really good. I just can't do anything with it. But anyways, you want to go start with um, your results list or do you want to... Yeah, we'll, we'll take a step back from Rick's. We'll get back to that because we need to go back a week or so to okay. the Full Throttle Raceway State Championship Series. They raced on Saturday, July 13th. Uh, you didn't make it to that one, correct? Right. My, I really got to watch my weight, and if I have to work out instead of making it to the track, that's what I have to do right now. Sure. So yeah, full throttle raceway had a fresh layout. Uh, looked looked fairly friendly. It was uh, somewhat busy, lots of bumps and stuff, but um, or I should say lots of jumps, but little more of maybe even a tenth scale friendly layout. Nice, which is cool because there's you know quite a few tenth scale classes in that full throttle raceway series. Uh, e buggy was Seth Van Dalen took the win. Kendall Welch took second and al smith ended up third in the truggy class pablo Ayers took the win tony sletton came in second and clayton cartaluca ended up third so that's pretty cool those are two completely different podiums between e-buggy and truggy right and nitro buggy main the big daddy that was seth van dalen again so he doubled up on his day kyle holmberg finished second and Pablo Ayers came in third, so Pablo had a first in Truggy and a third in Nitro Buggy. That's a big day for him. Man, he's those Technos are working very well for him, except he's having a big problem with the Truggy to where he might... I'm not going to say... I know Pablo. If he can't get that issue... He's not him, afraid to switch cars. Yeah, he'll switch. Sure. What do you think he'll grab if he, if he doesn't Team overcome Associated is the only thing left for him. A what? Team Associated is the only thing left yeah, for him. not an HB? Maybe. You know, I keep forgetting about HB, and they have very good cars. Yes. Anyways, sorry. So, yeah, that was uh, July 13th. July 14th, uh, and actually they raced on the 13th, too. It was the big Minnesota State Champs going on at Lake Superior RC Club yep. up there in Proctor, Minnesota. That was a big event. Um a lot of the locals came out, which is cool because yeah. 
a lot of the times when they run those Saturday races, the locals do not show up. I I heard the layout's awesome, except uh, I heard from somebody this weekend that was there the prior weekend that they decided to uh, drink instead of calcium the track. <laughs> okay. Um, I can't confirm or deny that, but e-buggy. Uh, Lucas Lazari took the win over in that over Kevin Van Ert. That's awesome. And Josh Rogerson finished third. I don't know that name. I don't either. I'm sure I'll meet him at the next race. Yeah, so shout out to him. And the locals this year have taken a rekindling to two-wheel drive buggy. Yep. So that class ran open two-wheel drive buggy. Kevin Van Ert took the win there. Okay. Uh, Josh Katowski took second nice. and lucas lazari finishing up third and the race of the week there were there was more classes they had uh they had a 40 plus stadium truck which is cool they had enough guys to race that that's cool. but the race of the weekend was open stadium truck yeah and in the race for the win mike compton trevor johnson and frank felster they all they all had equal points at the end of it. They all had three points. Nice. So everybody had to race all three mains, and all three of them won a main. So Trevor Johnson wins main A1. Yep. Compton wins A2. Felster, he won A3 by .02 over Mike Compton. But Mike Compton takes the win. Yep. Trevor Johnson takes second. Frank Felster takes third. And they all tied, tied in points. How cool is that? That is pretty cool. That sounds, uh, so, I mean, I know Mike, I know Trevor, I don't know the other guy. Yeah, I haven't heard that name either. So, shout out to those boys, and that brings us up to the Rick's Hobby Farm, uh, MNRC series, and in Nitro Buggy, it was Kyle Holmberg, and we should say, um, Seth Van Dalen had some type of family commitment or something like that, he wasn't able to make the race. Right. So Kyle Holmberg takes the win. Tony Sletton ends up second, yep. and Alan Smith in third. Now, E-Buggy, were you watching the E-Buggy, A-Man? I was marshalling, so I was... Okay. Let me think about... So appa- apparently there was some action in that one. So Joe Dirt yep. got out to the lead. Yep. He led, the, he led the first two laps, and his best friend, his pit guy... His main man, they they you know stay in the same trailer the whole weekend long. Al Smith yep. takes him out, so I, I guess he touched him on the pitcher's mound, which is right before the end of the lap, right, and right. spun him around, and that allowed uh, Kendall Welch got the win in that one. Yep. Kyle apparently had a horrible first lap. Kyle Holmberg well, finishes second, Kyle. and Tim Tim McNamara makes it up to third. Yep, yep. Um, I watched. Um, Kyle Holmberg played the yo-yo game with, or the accordion game with uh, Kyle, or with uh, Kendall. Just brings it in, crashes, stretches it out. Brings it in, crashes, stretches it out. A little bit of it, I saw a little bit of it because I was I was in a marshalling spot to where I had one specific corner. I ain't watch any of the other race. I ain't see Joe Dirk get taken out. Um, some of the stuff was, um, Kyle getting caught up in traffic, which is a little frustrating because Kyle has a really recognizable car. 
and we all know who he is at this point. And you know where you are. Let him. I mean, if you know you're being lapped, let him buy. That's yep, the way I look at for it. For sure. Part of that is uh, it's not all on the race director because we all no. should know. Yeah. Like you say, we should know where we are and what's going on around us. Um, I think you know. Is it somebody new, or is it? We don't have to name names, but is it somebody newer, or is it more race of a veteran director? driver? Race director, you mean? No, the the issue that Kyle ran into. You know, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, I well, we we do have a lot of new people. It was a pile of cars, and in, in at least in the corner I was in, and I saw him get a little hung up. It was a big pile of cars. Sure. I don't know if anybody's doing this, but shout out to your buddy, Danny Williams. Danny did a great job of making sure everybody got to the riders meeting, the drivers meeting, and he did a great job of explaining stuff like that. I'm not positive if people are doing that this year in his absence. I'm doing the drivers meeting. Oh, so we can blame you. Yeah, I forgot to mention it this time. I was just mentioning, I mentioned the format. During the driver's meeting, some people didn't listen. And they are like, what is this? When I said, okay, the track is going to change. Which it didn't change as much as I thought it would have. We should have done rocket round. But a decision was made. Before that, we were going to do qual points, best one of two. And it's just going to come down to a bunch of tiebreakers. And we used Roar Racing Tiebreaker. So, where you qualified, that's the decision we made. It wasn't a terrible decision. Was it the right one? Eh, it's hard to say because we didn't know the track was going to stay pretty consistent in the pace. I mean, we thought, I and mean, the track did change massively. The pace didn't, though. So. Right on. I don't uh, know. In, in Nitro Truggy, the old man, Greg Baumel, takes the win. There was a lot of yo-yoing going on. I watched right. that video that Rex posted. Yep. Uh, so Baumel takes the win. Tony Sletton second, and shout out to Conrad Basie. The young guy ends up third. Yeah. Conrad was doing well in the Nitro buggy main. But um, his battery came unhooked, and his car went into the cornfield, full throttle. Oh, no. Frenchy ran out and got it, um, shut it down, handed it to Conrad. Conrad came back out to finish the race, so he didn't pop his motor, but he for sure shortened the life of it. (laughs) Leave it up to Conrad to have some mechanical issues. Just... He better be glad it hit a corn stock and Frenchie was able to find the car. No doubt. Because, you know, that's a he, they wouldn't have found it until harvest time otherwise. <laughs> yeah, that was lucky. That could have been a $2,000 mistake yeah. for sure. You would have you would have felt bad for a guy on something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that wraps up uh, MNRC at Rick's Hobby Farm. Moves us on to... The Enats. Did you watch any of that stuff? I watched a little bit on Friday. I didn't. I. I had no interest after I saw the track. Yeah, it's tough. So, it. They put it on at Adrenaline RC in Virginia. It's a 
it's a covered track, not not totally unlike the Moto Dome. Yeah, no, it, it looks like a nice facility. They so yeah, the track was garbage. Um and not in a sense that like I I would have showed up there and raced a trophy race on that no problem, right? right? And been totally happy. But if I'm if I'm Ryan Mayfield or Dakota Fend or Jared Tebow, if I show up to what you're calling a roar national and I see that track, I'm like, what the H is going on here? Yeah, it's it was way too small. Well that and it, it just it was a it was a pitiful looking layout yeah you know it, it looked like they mailed it in it's possible it's very possible you know, it looked like somebody that was donating their time made the track and it's a bummer it i don't even know how relevant these are anymore joe there was 118 entries that's all the enats ever gets so that's that to me is kind of pathetic i want to say when the enats I, was I, that, I, go ahead sorry yeah, please. Well, I was going to say when the Enats were in uh, Omaha, I want to say there was under 100. And yeah. Omaha is a great facility. Yeah, for sure. So. so it's just, yeah, it just doesn't have that much of a draw. Anyway, uh, E-Buggy, Ryan Mayfield took the win. He never really got challenged on that one. No. He, he started TQ, he got good starts, and he inched away. He beats uh, Spencer Rivkin finished up second dakota fend actually finished a race well because they're short actually what's that they're short mains (laughs) yeah so dakota fend finishes third and then in e-truggy uh shout out to joe bornhorst taking down the top guys in rc so joe bornhorst wins the e-truggy title followed by dakota fend and ryan mayfield yeah he got uh he got past seventh place yeah um and it you know, a lot of the usual suspects were there. They just weren't in contention at any point. You know, how uh, shitty would you feel if you're AKA? Uh, what Ryan Lutz? What Ryan Lutz had to do to tires to stay loyal to your brand? Was, oh, was that when he was he flipping them inside out? Yeah, he's doing the old Brian Kinwald bit. <laughs> That's where that came from. Yeah, he shouldn't That's have funny. to do that. Where's AKA's bar tire? I mean, it's 2019. We run bar tires. <laughs> That's funny. So I got some I got some fun little stats here. Uh, okay. Ryan Mayfield owns the ENATs. Oh, for sure. So out of 11 times that he's raced there, that they've raced there, Mayfield's won seven of them. Damn. In the e-buggy class. And this is fun. So... For the e-buggy class, which I'd say buggy is, you know, by far the the dominant class that people care about at that event. Um, what manufacturer do you think has the most wins? Out of TLR. Yeah, I that to me was surprising. So until until yesterday, TLR had four, Mugen had three. Well, now Mugen's got four, so they share the title. Right. TLR's got the most wins in every class at that event. They've got four in electric truggy, yep. and they have, I believe, eight out of nine in short course truck. Techno's got one. I believe a lot of those are Dakota Fens. Right. Yeah. They're well. All seven of them are. Yeah. Or seven. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, that's 
TLR, they're doing the damn thing. I think they have, like I said early in a different podcast, I think they're running next year's buggy already, for sure. Okay. And uh, we didn't talk about, uh, was it Juan Carlo Canas? The one the Euros? Oh, yeah, the Euros. I totally forgot about that. Well, he won with yeah. an MP10, but everybody's like, see, Kyosho can get a win. See, Kyosho can get a win. Not, not, not. Y- y'all need to stop with that. Kyosho got a win because they have a driver that can drive in the rain. He wasn't in it, in it until the rain started, really. Well, there was a lot of people that either didn't finish or finished really poorly because their car didn't even keep running. Right. And that's yeah. part of it. That's huge part of Nitro. But to say, oh, all of Kyosho's problems are cured. Look, they won a Euros. Sorry, I'm not biting on that. They still then, don't have a team in the U.S. Yeah. I mean, they so, yeah, do, but that's not cool. really. I mean, he's a, he's a young up-and-coming guy. He's He's got a reputation for speed, but not a reputation right. for consistency yet. And, you know, obviously he had to be consistent over a, a long, wet main like that. So that's cool. It's cool to see somebody other than uh, David Angaro win overseas. At his own track, too. Because that, that dude was is just best. slaying everybody. Yeah. That was the Angaro ring. And uh, everybody's like, oh, David's going to win. Sure. Nah. That, well, and he was fast. He was. I mean, he, he qualified fast. He ran well until he had uh, engine problems. But, yeah, it, it's fun to to see the top guy in the sport, basically, the quickest dude of the current right. time get pounded in his own barn. Right. The 10-scale Euros are happening right now. Um, I don't know where they're all at now, but I saw Angaro tq'd around it's like no way it's like really dude you don't even race 10 scale you jerk <laughs> that guy can drive anything good for him yeah for i've sure. got down i want to touch on my win of the week okay so of all the results that i had to pull from uh july 21st at dollar hobbies raceway josh erickson yep someone that someone that i you know I've, i have a huge amount of respect and love for that guy he's we don't get to see him at the track very often I know. he's he's very busy between work and being a dad and whatever the heck else he does but josh erickson comes out wins the 21 5 sedan a main that's awesome i'm glad to see that sean garrett in second i haven't had the pleasure of meeting that fellow i haven't and either. then uh dan the man Oliveras yeah came in third awesome you know i still gotta do an old school podcast with alvarez oh yeah absolutely but yeah no josh i mean he he's helped me out in non-rc shit like i i ask him weightlifting questions here and there sure because he was or he's i think he took a break but he's a competitive power lifter Right. So he helps me out every day by posting funny shit on Facebook. That too. And then I don't want to disappoint Tony Swenson. My random live RC finish of the week will be uh, MMR on July nineteenth. Roger Wenzel finished fourth place in Friday Open Short Course A Main. Nice. So there you go, Tony. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Tony, 
And this will bring me to my next topic. Tony came back to the normal side of A scale. How's that? Drop that serpent nonsense. Is that what he was running? He was for a few years. Is, okay. He's I can never get past the fact that he runs probably the ugliest bodies in our hobby. You should see it now. <laughs> is it uglier or is it same, better looking? Same color copper, but a lot of metal flake now. That, that thing sparkles. It's a sparkling <laughs> his, turd down the back can straight. His driver, <laughs> can his driver see or did he just paint solid through? Uh, I think he put. I think he window masked it. Okay. But put now he got to put a little bit of effort in. Put thirty seconds of effort in. Yeah, he's got a team associated buggy now. I okay. Th think he still has a serpent truggy. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, no, he did well with it. He beat me in actually both classes this weekend. Mini truggy. That was my fault. I crashed a bunch and then I I lost the lead pack and then Tony and Kelly Roberts were on my tail and I barrel rolled it traction rolled where there was absolutely no marshal it took about 10-11 seconds for a marshal to get to me you can't blame anybody except yourself on that no who won the 110 truggy class it was a mixed or the, class sorry the open four wheel drive yeah, you know, I don't know if it... Oh, oh that was Sam, Sam so, wasn't it? Yeah, Sam, Sam Sovacool won with so the four-wheel So a non-mini-truggy non won the AKA mini-truggy class. Right, right. But next year, I think we have enough mini-truggies building it up that I think next year it can be a mini-truggy-only situation. I, why would we close the door, though? To make it a solid class, you know. Doesn't it? I don't know, it's like... But it's like there's it's, a pro it's a novelty class though. It's not. It is. You know, it, it's never gonna be two wheel drive buggy, and we know that. I even know. We love it. It could become serious for a couple of years. I just I don't want to shut out people like Sam that, you know, they they can't just go out and and buy a brand new chassis and wheels and tires and stuff whenever they want willy nilly. Yeah, so that's true. Um, but Ben was watching my mini truggy when I was out there practicing. I'm there's a really hard double-double section on that track. On the far side? Yeah. Okay. And I, every time I made it, I'm just yelling out to Ben, Mini Truggies rule! He's like, I know! Jeez! <laughs> <laughs> they do. They're, they're so much fun. I talked to um, Rod Rippy a little bit. He's still working on the B-74 project to make a VT-74. There's going to be more... Uh, Team Velocity manufactured parts and less repurposed parts. Okay. So that'll be really cool. So they're, so they're doing their own front arms is what you're saying? I believe so. And they're, I believe they're doing their own CVA bones. Okay. So there's there's a lot of cool stuff they're doing. Um, I'm going to start saving for a B-74 here pretty quick. And by the time the kit comes out i'm hoping to have one they'll make my truggy into a carpet truggy and then the new one into a dirt truggy i damn near went and drove my my 10 scale truggy today i had asked uh sean van dalen how his track was looking he said great just might need a little water yep and earlier in the week i was planning on doing that uh with my buddy connor aylers 
and then he had a friend uh blew up a motorcycle today so he ended up rebuilding that for him and that was the nail in the coffin for me so i, I was gonna go drive two days in a row uh-huh. for the for the first time you know i haven't i haven't driven a race car since the first week of may yep which i didn't even make it through the first heat race at ftr before i was done for the day right and before that i whatever the last race at the 510 was that's the last time i made it through an entire racing day so i'm finally starting to get the itch you know which i scratched yesterday at dollar hobbies and i'll i might sneak over to rick's tomorrow and run some laps with the 10 scale truggy if it hasn't rained yet try to get the leaf blower out blow it off yeah oh dude that groove if it hasn't rained which i don't think it has it hasn't that groove man it's sweet yeah it should be good i got you know i i bought i don't know why i did this i bought a ton of different outdoor tires for that <laughs> truck and, so and you haven't ran have it outdoors. I have a whole host of things to try. I've got those old hard compound tires that I found just in case I was going out and racing in 90-degree weather and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, they're just collecting dust. So are you going to make the next MNRC round in Duluth? No. I, no. I know you usually make Duluth, though. That's why I ask. I, I do love I love everything about the track and the location and the the options for entertainment and food i I like everything that the north shore has to offer Mm -hmm. what i don't like is is showing up to race one class i know it's tough i might uh try to run three classes phew what would be the third e-buggy i was offered to try one out okay i'm not so sure well best way to put it nitro is a bit more maintenance i might not be doing nitro for the 2020 season sure good possibility i will be but i might not be last few times i've tried e-buggy i hated the throttle curve and the car felt heavy but that was Two years ago, things might have changed by now. Have you ever driven one with the the Enbel style clutch on it? No, but ah, it's a pain in the ass to put on there. But Techno started okay. making it again. But again, though, it's a Techno clutch, and they don't make good clutches. All right. Um, That's so not the only one available, is it? Doesn't yep. TLR have one? Mm. And it's Techno. I, I'm pretty sure TLR has one. Do you think? Did they just come out with it? Because I rem- uh, not not just, but I I feel like I remember it. If they did, they must have discontinued. Because I remember Techno, like Adam Drake released a YouTube video of his Techno clutch setup on his e buggy. Then, like two months later, Techno's like, "Hey, we're re-releasing it, guys," because <laughs> okay, all the stock had been totally depleted. Sure. But yeah, I, I get it. But they also feel heavy. Yeah, A-Main Hobbies, Team Losi Racing Electric Clutch System. Oh, they have one. Yep. So there's two systems out there. Yeah, no, I'm going to have to check that out. But I'm going to try an e-buggy with current electronics. Because last thing I tried was with the Tekken RX-8 Gen 2 system. 
Tekken's on a Gen 3. Hobby Wing has some different stuff, I believe. Let's see how it feels. Sure. I mean, I I always had to... I was always annoyed with e-buggy because I had to drive it with a more careful finger. That's about than, it, too. Than the nitro car. My trigger finger is dumb. <laughs> but that, that'd be... Like, let's say I have a Thursday off from work and the gym, which is possible, um, and I want to go up to Duluth. Fuck, I, sorry about swearing, but I got nothing to race. Yeah. I mean, they let me race a nitro buggy, but then I got to bug people to pit for me. I still have a hard time believing that those guys haven't talked themselves into some 10-scale druggies. Well... I've talked to the guys. I've talked to a couple guys that ran the two wheel, that decided on the two wheel drive buggy class because it was kind of down. They pick a new class every year. They're going to run e buggy, and then whatever second class they decide on that year. Two wheel drive buggy is extremely hard on that track, and especially the way they prep it at night. So they're kind of wishing that they chose mini truggy this year. Maybe next sure. year. They they do choose the class of the year every year. It's nothing new. <laughs> okay. It's always e-buggy and something else. Sure. So, yeah, it's... But, yeah, like I said, I might be trying three classes. We'll see how many entries there are. If there's enough heats to where I can do absolutely everything I need to do, I'll do three classes. Yeah, it's a tall task for a guy like you that actually you know, cares yeah. about uh, routine maintenance and checking the car beforehand and this and that. So. Yeah. Oh, man. So it was like a 15-minute break before the mains, and I was in the B main, and I had to hurry up and do my clutch maintenance. Oh, I was in a rush. <laughs> and then before that, I kept changing the shocks on the mini truggy, the rear shocks, to get more droop. Because what was happening was the truck felt really good, Except for it's like I'd hit a divot and it just like bucked the truck wildly. It wouldn't absorb it. So I put two more millimeters of droop in it and it, that helped greatly. See, that's funny because I can contrast your style with, let's uh, say, one of my friends, Trevor Johnson, for yep. instance. Uh, Trevor kicked everybody's ass in the two-wheel drive buggy class a couple years ago with a vehicle that had not had any maintenance to it in like the past five years. I'm saying he, he didn't rebuild the shocks even. And last year he ran nitro truggy. He, he, I don't think he ever took his end bell off of the clutch. That's so he, he never did any shoe maintenance. That's nothing. risky business. <laughs> I'll tell you this. If, he would have rebuilt that buggy. He would have crushed by a lot more. I guarantee it. Well, I'm thankful that he didn't then. Yeah. Um. You know, two new buggies came out from fringe manufacturers. And I'm sitting there looking, why should we care about these? Because it's going to take... The reason I think we should care about these... Let's see, WRC, WRC, an Italy, Italian brand, A-Scale, and Serpent, 
are both coming out with new A-scale buggies. Why should we care? The reason we should care is because they're making our groups as a whole weaker. Let's say one or two people pick up that serpent instead of a team associated or a techno or whatever. Whatever's popular in your area. Let's say they decide to be fringe. Well, now you're weaker that you're weaker as a group because I don't know in Minnesota at least the way it is I can bounce ideas off of every associated guy here and the techno group is super tight it's that type of situation why would you make those groups weaker to go do some nonsense I hate to be that guy, but be part of the crowd. Be a damn follower. Make yourself stronger and the group stronger by staying in the fringe. What are your thoughts on it? So you want to go against JQ's advice. You want to be a fanboy, not be a champion. You don't want to blaze your own trail. There. That's the reason I don't have a JQ car. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with the jq car the jq car would be fast but i don't want to be on an island by myself i mean you got the oldums who picked up it, the e-buggies and you have wayne westbrook who comes to some of the races but that's not enough we need let's say if kyle holmberg and Seth picked up JQ cars next year, I would buy a JQ car in a heartbeat. I don't think that... I know they never would. Even though it's a good car. But let's say they did. Then I would. You're, everybody's stronger as a group bouncing ideas off of each other. There are guys out there, though, that are smart enough to make a car fast any car but then again they're hurting the group sure i don't yeah know. i don't know i don't know how to feel about it i i felt like i was out on an island for a majority of my time racing in this area because i had all tlr cars at one point yep and, and you kind of I would go I would go a whole 10th scale season without seeing another one unless John Click showed up for the second qualifier, you know, yeah. two thirds of the way through a race day. Um, very rare for me to see somebody else with one of my cars. And I'll be honest with you, Joe, it never really bothered me all that much. I, I mean, I I read the I read the owner's manuals, you know, refreshed myself once in a while, so I knew what the basic what yeah. the basic adjustments did yep and for me i i can tell and i think you can tell too that i'm not nearly as picky about how a car works that i'll drive around it okay yeah like the way like the way that i do with my 10th scale truggy you know i your 10th scale do, truggy, i don't do a whole lot to it I slap i've driven it, down. it though it's really good sure okay um but the thing is it's but you would like it to steer better, and for me, yeah, I, ju I just do whatever I have to do to get it to go around the corner. Right, right. Um, 
I can set up a car for myself. But if I have Tony Sletton and Danny Williams and Kyle Holmberg to bounce ideas off of, that will help me get my cars to the next level. Sure. That's the way I look at it. And then, like, my car, my A-scale buggy is fantastic. I'd say it's at that next level. It's I'm just inconsistent as hell with it. I don't know. It's one of those things. I'm a little frustrated we didn't have any um, questions tonight. Did you did you put them out? Put I it out into Facebook world? Or yeah. was it... I shared it to the RC did, did group you, and my page, my personal page too, and nobody, everybody's like, eh. What the heck? Nah, it's all right. Come on, guys. What can we do for you? What can we do to get you more involved? Eh. I don't know what we could do. I don't want to do another contest. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, maybe. I don't know. Um. I would like to talk about a race coming up Saturday that I'm kind of excited to go to. It's Shamrock Raceway's third annual Under the Lights race. The track opens up at noon. Qualifying starts at 4 p.m. And it can only go until 10 p.m. Literally, the cops will shut it down if it's not done by 10. That's when the park closes. All the crazy noise that those electric motors make, huh? I know. It's a, it's in a city park, and that's when it closes. Yeah. But there's going to be... I know Tony Bacon and some of his guys are coming. I know oh, cool. there, there's going to be a few guys there. So it'll be a fun that's, time. That's good to hear. We like what they're doing down at Shamrock. Right. One thing, people listening, if you haven't been there before, they use that um, infrared transponder system and they only have like five or six loners so you can find transponders for 20 bucks 25 bucks whatever i suggest uh if you're planning on going be safe and get one get one and then also make sure that you can see it from the top of your car from the windshield yes so as you as you stand over your car you want to make sure that you can see that little infrared deal blinking yep because you go under the bridge and it reads it's pretty slick how the slashes have to do it because if you can't see it neither can the timing system right right yeah it's really the only thing that's meh about that place i love everything else sure but I mean, it's what they got to do. Uh, decoder, a uh, AMB decoder, a uh, Mylapse decoder is thirty-two hundred bucks. Um, one more, a couple more quick things. Team Associated is moving, I guess, which really? is weird. It's weird. They're in Ch- they're in Chico, right? I think. Yeah, I believe so. So as of now, July twenty-six they'll be closing their eBay clearance store. So I looked at it, and there's a lot of garbage for old 12 scales. But guys that still have B64s or VT64s, there's a lot of B64 stuff on there. If you need, get your stuff now for cheap. And it is 
cheap. So, there's that. I don't know why they're moving. It just was our article. Team Associated's moving and they're closing their eBay clearance store. I didn't even know they had an eBay clearance store. Yeah, so, this is the first time hearing of it. Yeah. I'm happy Trevor's toy box is back open. They closed over the 4th of July weekend. So, I... Before we started recording, the wife brought me down my Trevor's toy box order. I got a brand new set of pre-mounted M4 hole shots for the A-scale buggy for 34 bucks, and that shipped price. A full set? A full set. What the hell? It's Trevor's toy box. Okay. Like What's Trevor got going on? Is he stealing shit? Yep. No, they're the liquidators for Proline. Sure. On eBay. Um, like right now I was looking and I asked, uh, I asked a few buddies, do these work anywhere? I got to look them up here because they were so cheap. Uh, switchblades, Proline switchblades, but I guess they don't work anywhere and they're gone now, but they were um, $4.99 a pair. So, yeah, they, they have some cheap stuff. Anyways, um, what else, what else, what else? Oh, RCGP got their USA round. I'm a little disappointed. Where's it at? California. Let me double check. It is, I'm a little disappointed just because it's at a, tr at a track. It's like, who cares now? It's at Thunder Alley. October 11th through the 13th. Thunder Alley's a beautiful track. Um, the Drakes are there constantly. Yep. I wonder if the Drakes will race an RCGP race. That'll be interesting. <laughs> that'd, that'd be <laughs> that'd be tough Ron. to get him to to get him to have Captain Club race sign up. Have Ronda sign up for RC2. Man, no, it's uh, Thunder Alley is a world class. He really facility. doesn't like JQ. No, he doesn't. He, not at all. But you know, uh, they need to p set aside their differences on this whole RCGP deal so they can work together with it. Sure, they won't, but they need to. My thoughts on this are, I mean. It's just another racetrack. And what JQ had initially planned for the final round for RCGP, I love the idea. Have it at a moto track or whatever. And I gave him a suggestion that he quickly brushed off like an eh, F you dude, which I kind of understand. Because at ERX, we have the final torque race, full-size um, short course trucks. We have the final yep. torque race at ERX. And that would have been around the time you wanted to have the final race. I'm like, oh, this would be perfect. And he just kind of ignored me like, eh, whatever, dude. Sure. But, I mean, I get it. I bet he's he received a million suggestions. Yep. Hey, dude, there's this going on. Yep. You're missing the boat if you're not there. Yeah. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean... 
I think that's all I got. I mean, it's been two weeks since we recorded. Two weeks and a couple days because we're we don't normally record on a Tuesday, but I it's when we had time. Yeah, I I don't mind it. I'm uh, I'm currently unemployed, so yeah, we can do these seven nights a week if you want to. No, I don't. Yeah, me neither. I was kidding. <laughs> I want to. Uh, do more jiu-jitsu, more kickboxing, and wrench up my RC stuff more. Right on. They need to make the days 30 hours longer. 30 hours long instead of 24. I'm actually going to uh, put my four-wheel drive buggy back together. It's still it's disassembled from the very first FTR round to oh. assess the damage that I did to it. And I never bothered to put it back together it's been sitting in the same spot since may 7th uh yeah you should do that yeah uh, do you still have a 13.5 motor i know you're against putting it in but i i think i have a i think i have a, a monster sitting around um not a fancy one or anything like that yeah. i bought a fancy uh mclan yep from joe scaramel that was an absolute rocket ship okay. and then i went to take it apart I don't remember exactly why, but I took it apart, I put it back together, and I got something wrong. Oh. Poof. And it's all... It's not poof, it's just there's something mechanically wrong in there that I can't figure out. And so it's basically just sitting there waiting for for somebody that might be able to fix it for me. Okay. Oh, jeez. But I, I've got a 13.5, and it's not a horrible one, and so why do you ask? Because uh, I uh, race at Shamrock Saturday night. Oh, God, no. No. <laughs> Four-wheel drive buggy? Never. Yeah. Four-wheel drive buggies are not meant for turf. No. I'm I'm still contemplating on mounting up a set of turf tires. <laughs> for no, my I, mini I, And I actually, I, I just finally, my two-wheel drive buggy finally sold. It was nice. for sale for about three months. Yep. Constant. And it, it, somebody just finally bit. There was like 62 people or something that were watching it <laughs> for for two months straight. And I'm like, I'm not going to drop the price on this. Right, thing. right. And uh, finally somebody decided they needed it. So I sent that baby off. And so basically in my head, I don't have something to race turf with right now. Okay, yeah. Um I have turf tires, and I have rims for my mini truggy, and I have glue to put them together. I just can't make myself do it. (laughs) If Mike and Tiffany Nesbitt come out Saturday, see, but five makes a classer, not three. So we'd need a couple more. But if, if, if they needed me for a fifth, I'd do it. Very very reluctantly, but I would do it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who else would. I mean, maybe maybe Kelly Roberts would make the trip down there. Chelsea and KP. Sure, sure. But, I mean, who knows, though? Eh. It's just whatever. Just a a thought, but, yeah. I don't know. If you listen to this and you're thinking about doing Mini Trugia Shamrock's Night Race... Let me know as soon as possible. If not, I'm going to leave these tires on my shelf. <laughs> I don't even bring them to the track with me. It's like, what? I, I don't want to. 
So, anyways, I've got nothing else for tonight. What about you? No, I think it's time for the tagline. All right. I'm Joe Zare Jr., and with me is Ryan Greening, and we've ran out of talent.